Welcome to Real Life Mentoring, where we explore real life issues to help you make an authentic difference in the world. Welcome back to Real Life Mentoring Podcast. Chris and Christina here. Today, we are continuing the conversation with the six areas. Chris, what are the six areas? The six areas uh, that a mentor, uh, you will want to discuss with your mentee at some point Uh over many conversations would be, uh, we are spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, relational, and professional and or educational. And the reason we say, or we affectionately call them the six areas, we're saying what we have discovered after 30 plus years of, of working with people, these are the six areas that really comprise a person. This is who they are. And why do we talk about those? Well, it's a mentoring podcast, and we think that when you talk about these six areas, each one directly impacts the others. So when your physical body is sick, you're not going to be probably your best performing your job, which is your professional life. And so what we feed grows when there is, when things are out of whack, when there's not balance in these six areas, that's usually when we begin to see that a mentee is really struggling. So we want to talk about all of them. What are we talking about today? Out of whack. Is that a professional That's a professional counseling term. We don't want you to be out of whack. (laughs) What's wrong with you? She's out of whack. Well, so today we're talking about the emotions. And guys, we discovered something. We don't something. want them to be out of whack. We discovered something today as we researched oh, heavens. definitions of emotions. Crazy. And then I, I, re- I reached out to a, a professional uh, counselor. Yes. I reached out to a, a gentleman that we know. A leadership who, coach. Who focuses on emotional intelligence. And they yes. sent us articles. And three, three words came to mind in these articles. Emotions. Feelings. Moods. Moods. And as we read them to try to understand the difference, yeah. they're so intertwined, Yeah, it was tweaking my brain a bit. So what we're going to do, what, well, one thing it's done for us, we're always in a learning mode. Yeah. So from now on, we talked about, when we talk about these six areas and we mm-hmm. get to the part of emotions, we're going to also mention feelings, feelings and mood. and moods. They're also intertwined. And what we want you to, to know is if you're a mentor... Be a learner. We're learning a lot of things. There's a lot of definitions in the text of today's uh, or in the transcript of today's podcast. We're going to give you a lot of resources, but don't let definitions and chasing some terms take you down a rabbit hole and get you all confused. Because it did me earlier as I was because putting notes does. together for this. Right. But what we're where we're coming from, again, after 30 plus years of working and being involved in people's lives through one-on-one mentoring... The person's emotions, feelings, moods, they're a huge part of who we are. And when there is imbalance, typically there's some problems. So let's start off by just some generic facts that we've accumulated after years of working with people. Chris, why don't you start? Sure. Facts to know about emotions. Yeah. Everyone has them. Everyone may not look like they have them. True. But everybody has them. We're not robots, but everyone has them. Right. They're actually a gift. Hmm. Means we are human with a heart and a mind. That's beautiful. Yeah. Another fact, we can experience numerous emotions in a given day or even in a much shorter time. Right. Share with the audience what you had told me as you were researching. Did you say there was a certain number that we can experience within a short 
span of time? I don't remember. You don't remember. Well, I, yeah. I don't remember the number, but I do remember them saying in a minute. I think it was in a minute's time, mm. some different emotions that you can experience. Yeah, if and you I, have a household of teenage girls, you know that to be true. True, you can be yeah. in the kitchen getting dinner ready or whatever you're doing. Yeah, and someone can walk in and say something, yeah. and it triggers an emotion. Yeah. You go, where'd that come from? Right. So just another fact. Yeah. They can direct or misdirect us in making decisions. Yeah. Left Emotions to my, can. Left yeah. to myself. After all these years, if, I, if an emotion is so strong and I allow it to control me, yeah. my mind, I, I will make some decisions based on emotion. Think about why do people purchase so much stuff? Yeah. Uh, there, there's a, a show I watch occasionally that you're disgusted with called... Yes. Hoarders. I can't Hoarders. stand that. And you look at that situation and people purchase stuff all the time and they just keep collecting it. Many times it's just stuff still in boxes. Right. And so something's happened there, I say, with an emotion. Yeah. It has taken control and people make decisions on that emotion. Right. Another fact is that our emotions, it seems like a no-brainer, but they can impact our relationships for the good or for the not so good. I think we've all had experiences with that. And we'll talk about some of that in, later in this episode. Yeah. Um, God created us to have emotions. Yeah. The God of all creation has emotions, yeah. and he's, he's made us that way as well, I which is really that. a wonderful thing. If you're not, again, we unapologetically say that we take mentoring and being involved in people's lives from a Christian standpoint, from a biblical worldview, and we believe that the life author, God himself, has emotions. And if you take the time to read his Bible, you can see that most often expressed with Jesus. Oh, my word, the the emotions that he expressed, including anger. So that's all other podcasts. We'll just move on from there. But yeah. And uh, the last one we have on this list of facts about emotions, emotions give meaning to our lives. So, Christina, give some example of how uh, they do this. Well, we talked about sometimes, especially if you grew up in a home where emotions were not allowed, you as a mentor can offer a priceless gift to a mentee when you let them know that they can share their emotions without fear. They can be totally honest that their emotions will be accepted, and I have that they're in balance. I don't understand what that means. Do you? I I don't know. I don't know either. But but my point, what you're saying here is this. It doesn't mean just because someone shares an emotion with you and you accept it, it doesn't mean you agree with it. Right. You're simply going... You're creating a safe space for them. You have this emotion, and I can say, ah, that's not true. Right. But... That's your emotion and feeling right now. Right. So what if I just go with it and go, I don't have to agree with it, but I can accept that's what's going on inside of you. Yeah. That shows honor and respect. Under this heading of how emotions can give meaning to our lives, I think we tend to jump to the negative, but let's jump far over to the positive. Recently, we have just discovered that our oldest daughter and her sweet husband are having a baby, and we had a gender reveal, and talk about emotion. Man, was that a special day. Because girls are so prevalent in our family. We yeah. have three daughters. I have three sisters. I have a brother, but and you have a sister. Yeah. We are female heavy. We are. And so most people in the family say, oh, I think she's having a girl. Yeah. And so I had one of the... Um, what did you call those Little things? Popper things. Popper things yeah. where the the blue or pink pops out. Yeah. And in my brain, I'm I'm thinking a girl. Right. And when it popped open and blue shot out, 
<laughs> it took me by total surprise. And so I had an emotion of excitement. There was of, emotion and feeling and, and feeling mood. And yeah. awe. I was yeah. like, oh my goodness, we're having a boy. Yeah. And so when we talk about emotion... It's all of it. Sometimes it's negative. Sometimes it's wonderful. Right. And that's how it can be enhanced. So we thought it might be helpful. We we talk about things like duh, but until we actually talk about them, sometimes it makes you really circle back around to think of your own emotions. But if you Google lists of emotions, there's tons of information out there. But we're just going to go over some emotions maybe you haven't even considered before. But anger, obviously, is an emotion anxiety, love, fear, disgust, pride, sadness. Chris, you want to jump in here? Sure. Joy, shame, surprise, confusion, boredom. Never thought about that one. Gratitude, affection, acceptance, disappointment, envy, happiness, anticipation, amusement, enjoyment, excitement, adoration, and awe. And there's there's others we could have listed. Right. On and on and on. But I think what you'll find is humans are complex people, and therefore so are our emotions. We will reference Dr. Caroline Leaf. She has incredible research in the field of neurology. She makes a very good point that emotions, when in balance, are very good. However, when they become out of balance, they can be harmful. And she talks about how the brain chemistry works to the point where they can actually become toxic. So we thought it might be helpful for you, the listener, to look at examples of what emotions look like when they're out of balance. Why would we do that? If you are in a relationship mentoring someone and you notice that your mentee is maybe over-responding or even under-responding, that's a clue to you as the mentor. Hmm, we need to talk about this person's emotions, but we went to a marriage conference this weekend, and the therapist that was leading it talked about when there's a 50-cent problem and someone responds with a $500 response. And so we've got some examples of what that looks like when emotions are out of balance. Right. Right. I, I never thought about that example, but it uh-huh. it, it resonated with me. Yeah. This is really a 50-cent problem, Right. but the response, you would think it was a $500 situation. Right. So years ago... I was under the, the, I had a supervisor. We, there was a daycare and children's program at this facility, this church. And this little boy who was a troubled kid from a troubled home, he was, he was a, just a kid. Mm-hmm. He may have been third grade. I don't know. Yeah. But the pastor had new shoes on. Mm-hmm. The little boy, he was rowdy, getting out of control. Mm-hmm. He steps on this guy's new shoes. Mm-hmm. 50 cent problem. 50 cent problem. The shoes can be cleaned off. Right. This man... I'm going to say the word freaked out. He freaked out on this little boy yelling at him mm. about, you stepped on my shoes. It, it, it scared this little boy. And I stood there in shock going, what has just happened? A $500 he stepped, response. He stepped on your shoes. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot inside of that man yeah. to take something like that so simple and to become so angry and express it that way. Right. When when we were putting together some thoughts about this, I thought about road rage. Oftentimes, road rage, there's a 50-cent issue. Somebody cuts you off. They're, 
there's not a wreck. And that's your opinion, whether that's a 50 cent problem. However, when somebody responds in such anger, oh, that does it, you know, and we've seen the extremes, they pull out a gun or whatever, that's a $500 response to a 50 cent problem. Do you want to get another example? Sure. There's um, a situation, you have a supervisor, and the supervisor confronts the employee about a mistake they made. Because that's their job and That's their job. And mm-hmm. actually, you can have a really great supervisor, and they want you to learn from your mistakes, so sure. they, they have to bring it up, right? Yeah. That, that employee, left to themselves, if they are unhealthy in some of their emotions, they right. could take that as rejection mm-hmm. and say, well, I might as well just quit, or I can't do this, what they're asking. Yeah. Or they may take it personally and go, no, it's not... Something personal, you literally did not do those three things, which is critical for our job here. Right. And so they could take it to a total extreme and miss the whole point. Right. We're thinking that you probably have some scenarios in your own head. Let's give you one more example. 50-cent problem, $500 response. Uh, We lived abroad in Vienna. We've made mention of that several times. I'm still learning the culture and the language. I'm on my way to language school. At the stoplight, I push the button so that they know a pedestrian wants to cross. 50-cent problem. I push the wrong button. Not a big deal. Uh, There was a place for those who are blind to push a Braille button, and I I pushed the Braille button. There happened to be a blind man there who started yelling profusely, like it was horrible at me because I pushed the Braille button and not the non-Braille button. Obviously, there was probably some fear on his behalf. Who knows what? 50-cent problem, $500 response. You're probably listening going, oh, yeah, I've got somebody in mind, or I know when I've done that. Yeah, what were you going to say? You made me think of this. So that man didn't know you. Right, not at all. He yells at you. For whatever emotion was triggered, a feeling inside of him. Right. It made me want to cry. I'm going to say, yeah. that impacted your emotion. Yes. We haven't. We don't have that in our notes. Yeah. My emotion, guys, I don't know if this is a fair statement or not. Do my emotions always impact someone else's emotion? Not always, but if you're in your home at they could by yourself. But oh, when but they're they, out of balance and there's some intense rage, yeah, the road rage, you're going to affect your emotions, going to affect somebody when you're hunting them down in your car. Anyway, we digress. One of the things we thought, because we are female and male, one of the things we thought would be really, really important, there are some strong misconceptions regarding emotions, feelings, and moods when it comes to men and women. Chris, why don't you take off this discussion here? Well, because I have worked with men as a mentor for so many years, different ages, different backgrounds, different cultures, I've seen... A set of guidelines, not guidelines, but what would I, what I'm... I think uh, they're unwritten expectations, maybe, or... Perspe- perspectives, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, But men have emotions, too, guys. Sure. And this is a man speaking about this, and I've experienced it with numerous other men. Uh-huh. So, oftentimes, I'll, we'll speak on the American culture, okay. because that's where we um, were born and have lived for many years. There is an assumption that women are more emotional than men. Right. Is this true, or could it be that women choose to be more honest and expressive about their emotions? What do you think? And we can talk about that with male and female. Typically speaking, men are less emotional than women. As a woman, that gets on my nerves sometimes because when I express emotion because of my sex, it is sometimes viewed very, very differently, right? 
well, that she's just being an emotional woman. But if you were to get angry, well, he's a man. He's he's taking his he's standing his ground. He's taking his territory. Right. I'm wondering though. Okay, God has emotions. Sure, it's written throughout the Bible. He's made us as his children to have emotion. Right. It's it's a it's a good thing. Right. But sin impacts us, right? It right. impacts our emotions. So I'm wondering if that's true. Are women more emotional, or do they just express it more? I don't know. I think that's a big, long conversation. I just think that in cultures, it could be that women are received in a different way that feels safer, maybe, by other women, most likely. Let me take it. We could talk a long time about yes. that very thing, yes, yes, and yes. I don't have a, a complete answer to put a pin in it, but right. let me go back. Some of the, the list of emotions we yeah. mentioned, I won't right. share them all. Do men have these yeah. as well as women? Anger, anxiety, love, fear, disgust, pride, sadness. Yeah. That's just a few. Right. Do both sexes have those? Yeah. They do. That's what my point. Yeah. Are women more emotional or they, do they just have the courage mm-hmm. and the experience to just express it more? Right. I don't know. I think that's a whole other topic when we talk about, because we've been in, we, we talked about where we were in a, a corporate setting. I expressed an emotion and later a man... Mm-hmm. Uh, was not kind about the emotion that I, I shared. He, are you talking about, he said, well, some people wear their emotions on their sleeves? Right. Okay. Referring to me. Right. Okay. Just because I had the courage to strongly express <laughs> an emotion. Had that been a man, I don't think there would have been but any me, commentary. But let me clarify, in that meeting, that situation, you weren't on the floor in tears. No. You were expressing an emotion. I was very passionate okay. about speaking the truth. <laughs> okay. We, because as you can see, this really elicits lots of conversation, lots of thoughts, and we don't want to try to cram everything. So we're going to make this a two-part series. But Christina, let, let me interject oh, this sorry. before we end. Yes, yes, Because yes. we want to finish the category, men right. and women with emotions, yes, right? Yes, yes, And yes, then yes. We, we'll, we'll do part two. Yeah. But men have emotions, but many of us are not taught how to express them. Sure. And we may tend to keep them hidden or even be unaware of our emotions. Yeah. One more. For some, it is acceptable for men to express emotions such as anger, rage, and pride. But to express emotions such as sadness, fear, or confusion, well, that's unacceptable in our society sometimes. Mm, yeah. It's in- interesting. I could be a meeting with, an, with other men, uh-huh. and if I express an emotion of anger over something, justice, then that might be applauded. But if I sit in that room with those other men... And I express fear and sadness, that could really make some other men in that room uncomfortable because they may not be used to that. True. But 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 they're all. My point is, anger is an emotion. Fear and sadness are emotions as well. Right. As a man, can I be real? Can I be honest about it? So take yeah. it from there. Gosh, there's a lot to unpack. Again, like I said, we're going to give you um, in the script, yeah, in the transcript of today's podcast, there'll be lots and lots of resources. We want to refer back to Dr. Caroline Leaf. In part two, we're going to bring up some things that a former guest, uh, Phil Reynolds, has talked about and some episodes that he he actually, uh, we devoted time to emotional intelligence. That would be a great piggyback to these episodes. Anything else in closing? Just that, guys, normally we don't say this, but because these are so intertwined, I encourage you, you'll want to listen to part one of yeah. emotion mm-hmm. and then part two, because this this current episode number one yeah. on this uh-huh. is going to be incomplete for you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We're just in, 
today introductory yeah so as always gosh thanks for listening um if you would like more information you can go to our website at fahrenheit real life mentoring hit the podcast tab if you'd like to help contribute to more episodes like this uh, there's a donation tab and like us review share it with somebody you know as always thank you so much for taking the time to listen and gain some tools on real life mentoring Mm -hmm.